welcome back to the Kentucky Kernels of Truth. I am Kate Denny, questioning my life choices far. Bada da ba, da bang da bang, diggy diggy diggy, said the boogie, <laughs> said up jump the boogie. My name is Wes Brown. <laughs> and I am one of those questionable life choices. I'm Kevin Farr. Well, 21 years of a questionable life choice, but that's okay. Yep, you're still making that decision. Well, yeah. I mean, you're still here. You know I'm not under warranty anymore, right? Oh, dude. Don't even go there. Hmm. You can trade him in. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even start. I'm housebroken already. Like an old craftsman's wrench. You can just uh, get new guts for him. Yikes. That's hmm. kind of a frightening thought. <sighs> uh, what are we doing? Well, let's see. This is kind of the... We had vacation, which was nice. Oh, it was. That was really nice. We took a little road trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. That's about 10 hours of driving for anyone who wonders what a little road trip for us is. But that was round trip. Yes. It wasn't like one shot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was round trip. Went to southeastern Kentucky. We went to uh, Middlesbrough, Kentucky and Pineville. We went to the Bell County Historical Society I met a very lovely lady, Miss Anne. She is so nice. She is a treasure. I love her. She wrote a book about Middlesbrough and uh, the Magic City and uh, bought a copy and she signed it for me. Awesome. Yeah. So that's going to be trust. That will be upcoming episodes. Yeah. We went there partially for, um, if you remember back to my uh, Belva, the Belva Lumberjack. Yes. Uh, like, like I said in that episode, the people who claimed the Bevel the Bevel lumberjack happened, where the the magic door opened on the side of the, uh, the coal seam, and the lumberjack sh- uh, stepped out and told all the trap miners they'd be safe. Yeah, they always attribute that to a uh, article in the early eighties um, mm-hmm. to uh, where where the, one of the last survivors talked about it. Well, we went to Pineville. We went to Middlesbrough. We got sure a did. whole lot of research on. Uh, yes, we did. And we actually did some real research. Yeah, I actually we sure did. And I left actually the, found the, left uh, the computer screen. I found the articles. I found the Pineville, the nineteenth, the December twenty sixth. I think so. Yeah, I found. I found the. I got the microchief. Uh, the microchief. Microfiche. Microfiche. Uh, and microfiche for y'all it is a pain in the ass it was fun to work with once i figured it out yeah but it can still be kind of fiddly Mm -hmm. and you have to have to make sure you get it just right the librarian that helped us her grandfather was one of the nine survivors yep her papa was one of the survivors she is just a lovely lady too they were all wonderful they are very nice people wonderful experience but and it's beautiful over there Oh, it is but you know what no uh no Evidence of uh, magic Mm-mm. lumberjacks. In fact, one of the more because there is a certain amount of legend, le- legendary myth making that's popped up around it. Oh yes, and uh, I found an uh, I guess an essay that Lee Hatfield, the son of Joe Hatfield, mm-hmm. who was the uh, the interviewed uh, coal miner back in eighty, uh, mm-hmm. he he just tore in a bunch of stuff that he oh, thought yes. that he thought was inaccuracies, and never once did he mention uh, uh, having to dispel anything Mm-mm. about a magic lumberjack. And everything else that he went to, and the in the general uh, intonation that he had in that, yes, you think he would have he would have uh, he would have brought that up, but no, it was really it was really gratifying to actually go out mm-hmm. and do the uh, the footwork because a lot that that area of the country, while they the little local libraries do meticulously keep records, mm-hmm. both as evidenced by the library and the historical society, yes, those are considered. Um, those areas of the country are considered information black holes because they only exist in physical format. Yes, they're, they're because it takes it actually does take quite a bit of effort to catalog things. It really does. And they have gone to the trouble of doing that, but nobody catalogs it in the Library of Congress, which is really a terrible thing because mm-hmm. this is a wealth of information about a part of our country. I mean, Appalachia is it is a treasure trove of our country that we really should be cataloging knowledge of. And yet, where is it in the Library of Congress? Right. And actually, I even talked to uh, to a guy I know, uh, Jerry Drake, mm-hmm. on the uh, Monster Talk uh, podcast fan group on Facebook. Yes. He actually, he's been, a, he's been a guest on the show, and he's also 
uh, his professional life, he's a archivist, a, mm-hmm. a researcher for the federal government, and he has access to the Library of Congress. And he told me it doesn't exist, right? Uh, within the Library of Congress, and he's actually very excited me for to finally scan those articles oh, yes. and get them to him because yes. he he knows uh, another guy that's really interested in this. So well, good. So I'm a I'm like a superstar with three nerds on the internet. But you know <laughs> what? God amongst men. Yes. But look, let me tell you something though. <laughs> this goes back to there's kind of a scandal among podcasting communities right now because there is a podcast that i will not name who has been deleting episodes amidst um rumors of plagiarism cool yeah yeah i'm it's it's also a podcast i never listened to so i was a little taken aback right so so but just so everybody knows here if we uh read you anything from an article we will reference the article mm-hmm. we will give you the author if it's not just a staff writer and it's just doesn't say you know such and such news we will tell you where it is where you can find it right. who the staff who the writer is we'll tell you the book and the author we are not generating data no we are not journalists no. we are not generating data we are quite simply Basically, we're doing the work for you that you could do yourself just by cracking yeah. open Wikipedia or going to the library. Grabbing a newspaper. We're, we're, yeah. yeah. We're, but we're just, we're having fun in your ears talking about it. Yes. Yep. This is fun for us. Mm-hmm. And fun for you, hopefully. Yes. Dear listener. If this is your pet case and you do a lot of research on it and you want to correct something, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go on a big, long thing about it, make your own podcast. We, we had an email. Yes. And I don't want to get too specific because I don't want to alienate anyone. No. Uh, we do appreciate the email. Yes. We appreciate oh, yeah, the information we do. Oh, that yeah, was given you. to us yeah, in that email. You. But I'm going to tell you that if this is your thing and this mm-hmm. is something that you really feel very strongly about and you want it out there, you can make your own podcast. Correct. Because the only thing that our only resource is the public record. Yes. Is court filings. And, yes. And, 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 well, you know, again, public record. Yeah. Public we, record. We're not journalists. No. And Nor are we going to become journalists. And for the most part, we don't have a we have a limited amount of time that we can do our research and our digging. So we go with pretty much what's on the top layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why this is going to be a. Uh, we all have day jobs, y'all. Yes. Which is why this is going to be kind of what I what I like to call a Sears Husky episode. Pretty much, it just, it just fits right on. It's that's right. Because <laughs> basically, this episode, this is the one for fun. Yes. This is the what have we been up to. What are we interested in? What do we do when we're not here or at our day jobs? Because you've all have heard about our day jobs, basically. Yeah. So you don't need to hear that anymore. I'm a turd herder. I'm questioning my life choices right now. I, I find I fondle chicken boobies all day. Oh now. yeah, yeah. I'm the, I've got the new job. Great. So. And I'm really happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. I get to freeze my hands and see how much of my uh, finger joints I can make ache on the weekend. Apparently. Have you uh, <laughs> Have you got the Tyson flu yet? No, not yet. Okay. I've, uh, from what I understand, that's more the the front mm-hmm. of the plant, not the back where I work. Okay. Well, I hope that's a good experience for you. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised though. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for something because we're just gonna say that things are not great. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna die at the sewer plant. <laughs> either, <laughs> either either because I just never quit because most most operators. Be the water plant or sewer plant, they stay at the same facility forever, mm-hmm. uh, or or I'm just going to fall in one day. <laughs> well, you know. Well, instead of a funeral pyre, they'll put you in the... Yeah, I'll sink right to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it'll work. I will sink right to the bottom. It's not very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it like quicksand? Uh, it's supposedly. Yeah. I've never tested it. Um, <laughs> I've been out on a little bass boat in it before. Having, oh, doing some fishing? God. Yeah, no, no. I had to. We had to go fix. A, we had to go fix a, a motor that. Uh, it the only way to get to the bolts that we had to get to was uh, by by basically turning everything off and just rowing our way up to it. Okay, so you rode. I was going to ask how you got out there. If you had a little motor to spin. No, oh god, oh, oh. Jesus. Number one, yeah, no, the no, rotor, no, the, the propeller would immediately just get wound up. It would get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the imagery is just. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. but for all my uh, high flute and uh, operatorness, uh, what I did do this last week was spend three and a half days bush hogging 28 acres of basically what was prairie. So, <laughs> yep. And that is just 100% not fun to me. Yep. 
No, I was a real, not a lot of, got a lot of sun, a lot of bug bites. Oh yeah. Listen, yeah. to, listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you will do that. Did you find out any, any new allergies while you were at it? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I was actually the one doing it because I'm the only one that doesn't have terrible allergies. Uh, yeah. Trust me, I'm the boss. I would have passed that on to somebody else. <laughs> if, it, if, it oh, yeah. if it wouldn't have made them miserable. For real? For real? Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Ooh, so, I, uh, I celebrated a birthday. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, I was unable to uh, to celebrate your birthday with you because I was in the Land Between the Lakes yep. uh, recreational area with my brother. He's, uh, uh, as you know him from the uh, the mini episodes where yes. I interviewed him. The midweek. He, yeah. He, yep. um, and he says that he's never met us, but he just doesn't remember. Yeah, I know. I didn't correct I was, him. I, didn't I, was, correct I, was, him. I would try I to forget about meeting Derek, too. <laughs> I was just giggling because I was like, you don't remember that I was the person who was like, Lieutenant Dan, you yeah. got new legs. He's ta- yeah, he's tired of that. You're not the first. You're not the last. But uh, he uh, he took his RV out to... Which uh, just horrified Derek, which just made <laughs> me laugh even harder. Right. Uh, we went out to, to Land Between the Lakes to one of their, what they call, unimproved uh, uh, unimproved camping ground, which just yeah. means it's a really nice, well-taken-care-of camping area. You just don't have water or electricity hookup. Right. We took his camper out... Uh, it was, had a great time. I tried sleeping out the first night because Neil Neil will do this for months at a time. So he's got a little house he carries around with him. Yeah. I wanted to have the experience of camping because I hadn't been since I was like so 12. So Neil's a turtle? Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. Uh, but uh, He's not the Teenage Mutant Ninja variety, though. No. No. He's too old no, for that. He, you know, he knows martial arts. So, I yeah. mean, technically, yeah, he does, he's a... Technically. He's, he's a... Teenage Mutant Jiu-Jitsu Turtle? turtle? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's more of a middle-aged. I was about to say, he's more of a middle-aged, middle-aged yeah. Yeah. mutant Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> he listens to these two. Hi, Neil. Hello, Neil. <laughs> but no, but no. He... I'm sorry. I kind of have to bust your balls, buddy. <laughs> but we, uh, I slept out under the, I was going to sleep in a tent, right? I bought a, uh, in this tent. <laughs> uh, and I got a cot, a nice cot. And uh, of course, this tent had been a gift uh, to me years ago. Never opened it. Uh, turns out my <laughs> cot would not fit in the tent a- after I spent 20 minutes getting the tent up. <laughs> so I ended up oh, yeah. putting the t- putting the cot under Neil's canopy of his RV, of his camper, and then putting m- uh, mosquito netting under it. Nobody it- wants West Nile. Yeah. And it was a beautiful night. It was beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were right up there on the river and uh, I could see Kentucky Dam. Yep. And it was beautiful. Went right to sleep because it was so nice out. And about midnight, I hear this weird noise. <laughs> and apparently, one of us had left out a Twix candy bar. And skunks love Twix. Because that damn skunk. Are they a right side or a left side Twix? I don't know. I just know it. Uh, uh, I just know a skunk, a big ass skunk, will lick a Twix wrapper for about 20 minutes. And it don't give a shit if you're flashing a flashlight at well, it. Is, it is a Kentucky skunk. <laughs> yeah. So I just laid back and let him do what he was going to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. No. Oh my god! Wes, I thought about England, uh, and then he, he took Thatcher off. Margaret Thatcher naked of course, on a course, cold a- winter's day. Yeah, yeah. Margaret Thatcher on a cold day. Margaret Thatcher on a cold day. And after the. <laughs> after the the skunk took off, that's when the raccoon showed up. <laughs> and you know what? I could. Uh, I believe in goblins now because that's all <laughs> raccoons are. Because they're just they're two, they come in packs. There's like two of them. They're just snatching shit, picking it up, turning it over. Uh, they, they're noisy fuckers. They were within an arm's reach of me, literally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no, nothing but nothing but a uh, uh, mosquito net to <laughs> from between me and them. But they run away with a flashlight. They're smart. They'll run away. Yeah, they don't particularly like people. But they will open up a. But they will straight up open up a, a, a potato chip bags. <laughs> They'll open up trash cans too. Yeah, yeah we found but, this out know, up on Palomar you know, Mountain. We're good campers. That's all we left. We yeah. we, left, we left that one half of a candy bar and one bag of chips. That's not bad for not. where most people camp. Our neighbor actually they, they were there because our neighbors left out their effing uh, their fucking dog food, and that's what brought all the raccoons. Oh but, yeah, they love dog food. But it was L, party time. Yeah, mm-hmm. LBL is a gorgeous land between the lakes. Is a gorgeous camping area. Um, I really recommend anybody anybody that's around here go. Go give it a try. Oh, yeah. It was $7 for three days for me. Yep. yep. I used to go down to LBL with Granny and Granddad. Mm-hmm. I went, uh, and LBL has a lot of 
cemeteries, mm-hmm. old family cemeteries, yes. because uh, LBL was, it used to be land between They're the rivers. beautiful. Yeah, it used to be land between, between the, the rivers, rivers, but it became land between the lakes when uh, uh, Kentucky, TVA, when TVA, TVA built the dams and for turn, electricity. Yep, and created Kentucky Lake. Yes. And uh, that flooded out a lot of old, old homesteads, and mm-hmm. they part of the part of the deal was is that the state that TVA would move the cemeteries, move the graves mm-hmm. to high ground. Yes, uh, and then maintain them. Yes, and we went out to one. I forget which. I think it was Morgan Chapel that we mm-hmm. went out. That uh, and I took some pictures. I should post them. I'll get them to you for the, the yeah. Instagram page. But it was a good twenty to thirty minute drive on mm-hmm. gravel road. Uh, number one down a just gorgeously maintained uh, gravel oh, road. Yeah. yeah, it was nice, and then it was really it was really fantastic. And then getting out there and seeing the uh, really well maintained cemetery, and they have a there was a because um, this one was actually po- I won't say popular, but um, the family still buries people there. Yes, and there was even a like a, a canopy area, a gazebo area for mm-hmm. for family reunions. So, yeah, but no, like I said, if you get a chance, go to LBL. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did not oh, seem. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm actually going to be doing in the future a series on the LBL because it's known for the Dog Man, yeah, and the Ghost Trucker on the Trace. The Trace is mm-hmm. uh, the road. It's I forget the highway, but it's a road that goes. It's, yeah, I it's know a, what you're talking it's about. The, it's the scenic two lane highway that goes through yep. LBL. Oh yeah, which is super fun. Oh yeah, it is. And of course, the Vampire Hotel. Yeah, the Vampire Hotel. We tried looking for that, but that was too far south for us where we were. Yeah, we want to go for it. And it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to. You don't want to go at night. Right, right. Because right now it's meth heads. Mm, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk to a tweaker. Yep. No, you don't. Or a geeker. Just just don't do it. It's bad. But uh yeah, that was that was my my vacation. I had a really good vacation. Oh, well, another another really nice looking place I was pleased to see basically it was pleasing to my eyes mm-hmm. was the pineville area down there oh yeah that is it a good, is so pretty that because is beautiful. it's very hilly <laughs> well you're in the mountains yeah right. it's, it's mountainy yeah. mountainy and uh the air smells different oh yeah it's, it's quiet. elevation it's quiet quiet mm-hmm. there's no agriculture so you're, you're no, not you're not, you're not sur- surrounded by farms it doesn't yeah. smell like shit <laughs> doesn't, yeah it doesn't smell like corn pollen yeah um yeah, it is a gorgeous area. That that mm-hmm. is a very well maintained area, also yes. because there's in Eastern Kentucky and the 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 part of Eastern Kentucky that touches West Virginia mm-hmm. is sad. Yes, this part that touches Tennessee is nice. Yes, <laughs> they look. It looks a lot alike, but it looks like one actually wakes up and shaves in the morning. Yes, but I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of places in Eastern Kentucky and in Western Kentucky that are just I would not recommend oh, going yeah. there. Yeah, but. Pineville and Middlesboro are, are just so gorgeous. pretty. Middlesboro, I forgot, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, I was reminded at the at the historic society was that it's actually an impact crater. Yes, there was it a, is. there was a millions of years ago there was a sizable impact crater, uh, a meteorite hit and uh, and and created this this kind of a crater, which is why it's the only flat town in in that area that's kind of spread out because because Pineville is built around the base of a mountain like a, it's like a half crescent town and you, you see it you see it going along the the bypass and it's it's actually a really gorgeous little town and then pine pineville's kind of spread out mm-hmm. but as as what was her name again miss miss ann miss ann miss ann told me that they have sewer problems because mm-hmm. because all the water wants to go down yes. down to the bottom yeah go yep. down to the bottom and so and so in the in, the, in, in my industry if you have most of the time if you have to get sewer from over a hill you just put a force main right yes to get it over a hill it's, it's pumped basically it's under pressure but that's just you know in a hill but if you're in a if you're at the at the base of a crater and you only have radius all around you to go up like the elevation is in all directions mm-hmm. yeah I, I can see how they have problems and the the uh bell county historical society uh the building mm-hmm. was a carnegie library yes it was it was a gorgeous building yes and uh for those of you that don't know a carnegie library and this is according to wikipedia is a library built with money donated by scottish american businessman and philanthropist andrew carnegie mm-hmm. uh between 1883 and 1929 a total of 2509 were built including some belonging to public and university library systems 
1,689 were built in the U.S., 660 in the U.K. and Ireland, 125 in Canada and others in Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, Serbia, Belgium, France, the Caribbean, Mauritius, Malaysia, and Fiji. Yes. And um, that's just how it was. So uh, he required elected officials, the local government, to... Demonstrate the need for a public library, provide the building site, pay staff and maintain the library, draw from public funds to run the library, not use only private donations, annually provide 10% of the cost of the library's construction to support its operation and provide free service to all. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, this was really Carnegie libraries were built to better the community. Yeah, that's what all libraries are for. Yes, well, what they should be for. Yeah. But, you know... That is, I mean, that's what they were for. And Miss Ann told us that in the back where they have um, the um, exhibit where where yeah. they had the um, yeah, time they had, capsule. Yeah, they had a time the capsule. In the bar. <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> yeah, apparently Middlesboro was quite the happening town back in the day. Oh, yes. Uh, gam- gambling, sl- sl- slot machines, ga- dance halls. Mm-hmm. How, many, how, oh, yeah. had, how many bars did they have in the town, she said? Uh, 2,000 people. And 40 saloons. That's right. Yeah. Which is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Each like, saloon oh, yes. could support 50 people. Yes. Yep. Basically. Well, it was there to support 50 people in the town. <laughs> and uh, apparently at one point they were called Little Las Vegas. Uh, between Chattanooga and Lexington, it was the only place you could get a drink. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? And she's telling me stories and I'm sitting there with my chin resting in my hands like, tell me more Mm -hmm. and kevin comes out of the restroom and and i introduce him to miss ann she says your wife is so charming she's just been hanging on my every word i'm like well you're telling the best stories (laughs) (laughs) i just want to hear more yeah i need i need to i need to uh to join princeton's uh historical society Mm -hmm. since i'm down there all the time anyways oh yeah i need to re-up my Membership to the Hopkins County Historical Society. I don't. I think don't think little little old Providence has one. I don't know. Hmm. Hey, but uh, didn't since we were down in Pineville, wasn't one of Pineville re- Pineville residents? Uh, didn't recently didn't they... in the news? Yes. Oh dear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is on ten ten wcsi dot com's website. I don't see an author, but man with loaded shotgun machete claiming liberty business. Arrested outside the Pentagon. Liberty business. Uh-huh. Um, this date's from August 13th, but uh, apparently he was arrested on the 6th. Yeah, apparently it happened six days ago, but and now it's just getting a lot more coverage for some reason. Yes. A Kentucky man was arrested outside the Pentagon recently after he showed up with a loaded shotgun and a machete in his truck, claiming to be there on Liberty business, according to a report. Okay, then. Charles Lawson approached two police officers in the Pentagon parking lot at 3.30 p.m. on August 6th and made incoherent statements. <laughs> All right. Business. He admitted to having a weapon in his car when questioned and also to having spent the day drinking alcohol, WTOP reported Monday, citing court documents. Not a Kentucky man drinking all day. Yeah. That's, well, a, that's unusual. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Police handcuffed Lawson and searched his vehicle. They discovered a loaded 12-gauge shotgun, a box of shotgun shelves, an 18-inch machete, and a pocket knife in his pickup truck. Doesn't everybody have a pocket knife? I mean, come on. I, d- I may have, if if I, because I went camping, I may still have my Bowie knife in my truck. I mean, like. I got a pair of binoculars. You terrorist. Bowie yeah, Bowie knife. Pocket knives, just they just come in handy. It's like having yeah. a box yeah. knife if you work in a retail environment because you're opening boxes to put crap on shelves all day long we just want to show that he was loaded up for bear he even had a pocket knife knife. yeah as well as an open bottle of whiskey and white paper with a green leafy substance wrapped inside grass clippings he's Mm. a oregano he 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 was a landscaper Uh uh-huh according to court documents lawson told police he had driven overnight from pineville kentucky stopping only from gas Police took Lawson to the hospital for evaluations where he commented to a doctor about being diagnosed as a schizophrenic, court documents said. Okay, let me insert something in here. 
being diagnosed as schizophrenic does not make you a violent person. Right. That is just... More often than not, it makes you a victim. Uh, Yeah, mm, sure does. More often than not. Lawson had been involuntarily hospitalized in November of 2018 for a mental illness, a background check found, and he cannot legally have a gun. Mm. Lawson is facing a federal charge of unlawfully possessing a firearm after previously being committed to a mental institution. So being in a mental institution is just as good as having a felony on your record. Yeah, apparently. Well, there's reason for that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. It kind of wonder what else they're not allowed to do that felons aren't allowed to do too. Mm. I mean, Can they vote? I don't know. Can you vote? Because a lot of you know a lot of states don't allow felons to to vote. Can you vote right. if you? Yeah. Are mm. those who've been in a mental institute allowed to vote? That's a good question. Know. Yeah. You could bus them. Huh? You could bus, bus them, them on my vote. Bus no. them in. Go over to the go over to the facility. Get everyone on the bus. Promise them ice cream. Right. Right. <sighs> I'm, try, I'm trying so hard not to get totally rude. rude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this is just unpleasant, y'all. No. I mean, because m- mental illness does not automatically make you a violent felon. No. But you know, mental illness does kind of. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. And in some some things, it can make your judgment a little suspect. Yes. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Depending on the mental illness. And part of it is, too, that, you know, usually suicide. Yeah. That's that's yeah. really why. It's, it's in the realm of suicide prevention, mm-hmm. sort of. It's kind of like why there's... There's been that fight with the Golden Gate Bridge for netting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you can't, you a can't, thing. You can't, you, can't, uh, you can't ruin the aesthetics just to save a few lives. Oh, yeah, no. That's that's just mm-hmm. tacky and wrong. Even if they are voters. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Hey, isn't... Complete tangent. Isn't isn't in the West the only, the only culture where the schizophrenia is actually scary? I know, in, yeah. I know. I think. In, I think in some of African cultures and other cultures, uh, that if you have schizophrenia, like the schizophrenia is actually friendly. Like it. Yeah, it, it seems like it's only here that that you know people are are freaked out mm-hmm. when you know somebody is diagnosed with schizophrenia. Right. I personally really don't care. It's yeah. like, are you medicated or not? Yeah. If you're not medicated, I'm going to look at you and go, um, you might should be. Mm-hmm. Only because you're not keeping your symptoms at bay and it's going to have an effect on your life. Right. It's not really going to have an effect on mine. It's going to have an effect on your life. Though he obviously had the, he actually had the wherewithal to get all the way to to the Pentagon. I know. I don't know if I don't know if I could get to the Pentagon right. Now. <laughs> I don't know if I could take a take a, a road trip to the Pentagon. I'm I'm too damn tired to take a road trip to the Pentagon right now. I right. just don't want to be bothered. Right. I mean, because that's just like effort. It's, it's, and I don't want to. It's, it's a logistical problem right now in my life. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like, oh fuck no, I'm lazy. It's, it's not on the way to Area 51. No. Oh God. Yeah, that's a thing because apparently there's. Yeah, this the, is going to be very dated because we've we've it's been a couple of weeks. But yeah. oh my god, yeah. apparently September twentieth is the big day. Yeah, yeah, and it's all fun and games until the automatic turrets pop out of the that's right. uh, pop out of the playa. And, that's uh, and right. Start. I, I was listening to something I can't remember. They, it, someone had made the comment. Well, they can't arrest us all, and I'm thinking they're not going to arrest no. you. Well, here's, all at all. Well, here's the thing. It's yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. But let's assume it's, it's like what three million likes on Facebook, right? What what's one percent of three million? Three hundred thousand. Right. So that's even if Wait, one, is that ten percent? Thirty thousand. Yeah. So even even if only one percent shows up, or even if half a percent shows up, they've overwhelmed the little town there. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's going. <laughs> I'm really scared for the 20th. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. I, I mean, see the, the sewer plant operators all having the flu that day. No, no. <laughs> Frankly, I mean, as much as I joke about sitting back with popcorn just to watch the show, I'm just going, this is cringeworthy, you guys. Come on, come up with something better. Right, right. 
find something better to do with your time. Mm. Especially if they all just, I mean, even if they don't descend on the town, they just show up, go straight out there. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's nothing yeah, that's going to yeah, happen yeah, don't here. Don't go past the white mailbox. Yeah, there's there's that white uh, that white mailbox out there that Just all the altars go Just don't do it. Through. Well, can I can I turn the discussion to something a little more serious? Go for Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Bigfoot sighting in Kentucky. Ooh. <laughs> Couple recounts bizarre tale at Mammoth Cave, but this has been by uh, Ben Tobin of the. Louisville Courier Journal on uh, July thirty first, twenty nineteen. Bigfoot is back, but did he ever really go away? Brad Ginn and Madeline Duran, of a couple of Western Kentucky University students, said they were awake in the middle of the night last weekend during a camping trip to Mammoth Cave by a gun-toting man hell-bent on tracking down the legendary creature. It was scary to know there was a man out there shooting a gun at nothing, Duran told the Courier Journal on Wednesday. <laughs> of the couples on, on Wednesday of the couple's weekend adventure to, in the woods. Bigfoot sightings have been reported hundreds of times across uh, Kentucky since the time of Daniel Boone. What makes Duran and Ginn's story so unforgettable, though, is the randomness of their tale. Neither says they actually saw Bigfoot, and they weren't looking either. The couple had been sleeping in a tent early Sunday morning when Duran, 22, woke up again, 24, to tell him a, a man and his young son were approaching. I didn't know about the son. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> no. Bait. Take your kid to work. <laughs> Bait. When oh, they God, when they got Kevin, to the no no <laughs> no when, when they got to the tent the man said the said that his own campsite and tent had been destroyed and that they had were in Bigfoot country. He showed them a gun. What? <laughs> he showed them a gun in his back pocket and told them to run if we hear shots again. Said the man and his son then left. A few minutes later, we see their lights approaching again. Again said, <laughs> and they and as they get closer we hear the man yelling something like oh my god did you see that there it is looking out from their tent duran again watched as, a, as the man shot his gun into the darkness and that was in quotes duran again said they ran uh, from their tent to the man to see what was happening the man says he saw sasquatch that's capital s sasquatch <laughs> emerging from the brush near our tent and start approaching him again recounted we're like are you serious again said and <laughs> And or are then, you just fucking with Sasquatch? And the man said he was, they said. The man then told them, quote, it's dangerous, and he, quote, hopes we have weapons, Gin said. The man <laughs> the man and his son then left, Gin okay. said, and the couple called 911 and hawked five miles back to their car. Number one, I car camp. I don't. If I go more than 50 feet, that's too much camping. Molly Shore, camp. Mo, Mo, Molly Shore, a spokes, uh, spokeswoman for uh, Mammoth Cave National Park, confirmed the that law enforcement responded to an incident involving an individual with a firearm about 2 a.m. Sunday and said that no injuries occurred. She added the incident is still being investigated by park officials. Though possession of firearms firearms within the park is legal as long as individuals follow Kentucky state laws and do not take them into into any federal facility, cave tour, tour buses, or, or any concessions, discharging a firearm in the park is strictly prohibited, she said. More Bigfoot sightings. That's the caption. Kentucky and Mammoth Cave have been have had their share of Bigfoot, Bigfoot reports over the years. They have uh, been close. Wow, really? There have been close to four hundred bigger Bigfoot reports in Kentucky, contorting to Bigfoot. KentuckyBigfoot.com. Don't go to those assholes. I know about oh, them. Oh God, no. The uh, a website run by the Kentucky Bigfoot Research Organization. I have comments about them. <laughs> Charlie mm. Ray- Charlie Raymond listed on the website as the organization organization's founder and lead. Char- Charlie Raymond is such a douche. Uh, <laughs> did not respond to an email from the Courier Journal. According to the website, the Kentucky Bigfoot Research Organization was founded in 1997 to document all quote unquote credible Bigfoot encounters in Kentucky. Four people have reported <sighs> reported Bigfoot sightings at the park, according to the site. In one, a man said his dad was working for Mammoth Cave National Park one summer in the early 1990s and said a large, hairy creature down on what he thought to be all, all fours walking. That is a bad sentence. That is a terrible sentence. That's a bear. A large, hairy creature <laughs> down on what he thought to be all fours walking. Okay. Fearing that he may have run into a bear, he began to slow down when the creature raised up raised up onto two legs standing somewhere around the eight foot mark looked at him on the four-wheeler and turned and ran into the darkness on two legs the man wrote that's a bear bear. bear. yeah bear do that shit 
Yes, they do. And it is unnerving to watch a bear stand up mm-hmm. and walk. Yeah. It's really unnerving. In a footnote, in a footnote, the site administrator wrote, the account was brought to us by a friend. We spoke with the witnesses and he verified the account. We believe this account to be true. And you know what? I'm not going to read the rest of it. You know what? Frankly, this just sounds like... It's filler. It's, some, it's, some guy and his kid fucking with these two people. Well, it sounds like to me some guy and his kid out to get some easy camping gear by scaring people away from it. Or, yep. he, or he was... No, listen. The, the, the people who believe in Bigfoot, who actually go in the woods, as we say... Uh, 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 Do they ever come out? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's, that's a contentious. They always say, in the woods. And the skeptics never go in the woods. Well, number one, most of these assholes, when they go in the woods, that means they... They pull up their diabetic socks, get get in their uh, get in their uh, their truck and drive down to the reservoir to to sit on the shore and drink coffee and think about Bigfoot. Well, that or get yeah. their Cuban natty light. Right, exactly. I was being I was being nice. But, <laughs> oh, I won't be nice. Don't worry. Yeah, but you know, you get these people. They they they're convinced. I'm talking about the truly professional ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're absolutely convinced Bigfoot is real, and uh, Neil's going to be mad at me because we we can't t- talk about Bigfoot together. Uh, but. Uh, but yeah, there's but everything everything in the woods is accounted to Bigfoot. Every every uh, tree fall, every um, knocking noise, it's, every impression in the mud. Yeah, it's Bigfoot. Which <sighs> uh, I don't know. It's I've, that's I've, just tiresome. I've just and I'm going to tell you why it's tiresome to mm-hmm. me. Because as much as these guys would like for everything to be Bigfoot, mm-hmm. not everything is Bigfoot. Yeah. We do have bear around here. Right. We really do, and, I, and they're fucking scary. Yeah, and I will and say that frankly, I will say that 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 is is a a major criticism. That's really you know, and I, I'm a, I'm a skeptic, but my major criticism of the Bigfoot community, and and and, and there's a lot of people in it that are like that that are getting, getting this way too. You're right. Everything is Bigfoot now. Mm-hmm. And and it's just not, you guys. Yeah. It's just not. It's really not. Right. It's kind of like not every knocking noise that you hear in the fucking house is a ghost. Right. You know, oh, the door swung open on its own. You know, the wind will do that. Mm-hmm. Did you shut and lock the door? Yeah. No. Um, fucking wind right. will do that. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah, but it just—it's just. But but again, but this is what this is what it, this is. Of course, this guy's probably an extreme case. I'm not saying all people who go out squatching, as they call it, get this way. But yeah, this guy. Oh my god, this it guy, has a name. This guy. Yeah, it's called squatching. This guy took his son. What the fuck? And a loaded weapon into a state park, and uh, it went traipsing around in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure this guy. I'm sure this guy was completely fucking earnest. And he got. I don't know. He I gave still, himself the willies, and he was shooting at trees. Well, it's either that or he was he was fucking with people. Yeah, because here's the thing: there is no physical creature known as Bigfoot. No, Bigfoot is a spiritual entity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that travels that travels through portals. Oh my god. No, see, that's why you don't shoot at fucking Bigfoot, right? Because Bigfoot will bamf right in behind you, and just whisper in your ear, just whisper. In your, it, just business, kid, and then snap your neck and poof away. Nothing personal, kid. Jesus. He puts on. He puts his fedora back. Christ. On. Okay, you guys can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes all the way into the back of my head. She's looking at her brain. I am. That's what I call it. Yeah, yeah, but um. All the way into the back of my head. Oh, uh, I almost love the paranormal Bigfoot more than the. Oh yeah, I mean and it's I'm, more interesting. I'm sorry, Neil. <sighs> I love my brother. <laughs> I want to maintain my relationship with him. Yep. We're getting along a lot better after many years. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry for not believing in Bigfoot, Neil. I'm not going to give you any shit about it, Neil. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here and Neil be like, that's Neil, just... Neil doesn't necessarily believe in Bigfoot, but Neil's not going to discount it. Right. Neil, Neil, Neil... So I'm not going to give you any shit about it. I'm just going to sit over here and be like, as long as you don't try to get shitty with me, I don't fucking care. And now, here's the thing. As a skeptic, as someone who actually... Does not believe in the physical existence of Bigfoot. If they if they found Bigfoot tomorrow, I would say I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I would say crack its fucking skull up, and I want to see its brain. Yeah, I want to I want to see how it's different from other apes. Yep. Yep. For real. Let's let us wring all the science we can out of it. For real. Let's see what it tastes like. Oh, <laughs> I want to. I finally want to see that big old <laughs> pumper pumpernickel. Pumper yeah. <laughs> to, to steal a joke from last podcast on the left. Oh, we love you guys. That one was great. 
You know, that's actually, yeah, that, that, that actually is a question. I, I, I've... And when I heard that, I almost peed myself laughing. Yeah. That mauling around big old, the mud, big old, old pumpernickel. pumpernickel. Oh, my God. It's still, oh. Make, making, fun of, making fun of the body impressions. Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing. There's, there's actually a lot of uh, research and evolutionary psychology re, uh, thought into primate uh, penis size. Gorillas have tiny penises, actually, because they maintain harems. They yeah. they only have to maintain their harem through physical, you know, through phys- physical means. They drive off other males, so they don't need a large penis to displace right. semen. You know, whereas uh, they could uh, use it as a club, though. No, <laughs> uh, it's, it's literally like two inches. Yeah. Uh, Whereas other highly social social uh, primates, such as bonobos and chimpanzees, have larger penises. Human beings have the largest per body, body mass yep. because uh, we're highly social. Yep. And so the question is, is that if, if Bigfoot does have a, if there is a Bigfoot, is his penis big or little based, based on the type of, of... Of body size that he has. Uh, well, based on his reproductive strategy. Does, does Bigfoot... Does Bigfoot have a, a small little pecker because he maintains a harem or does or is bigfoot a very social very believes in foreplay foreplay yeah and it's got a just a big old knee slapper and uh tries not to trip on it when he's running <laughs> and according to uh, did you finally get that did you get that joke oh my God, big, old, big old knee slapper <laughs> no i just had mental images and i'm like jesus fuck well, mostly because there's yeah yeah there's bigfoot porn out there oh there is oh, yeah. a lot of bigfoot erotica uh-huh. uh and, no like straight and, up and trust me you guys don't really want to go looking for it because some of it's disturbing like i carly i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna tell you what oh here here here, me, here no. is here, like straight up bigfoot oh, there was a woman porn hub porn where you're like there, where the fuck is the eye bleach? Because I need this shit now. There was a very nice woman. I heard an interview with her. I think it was on NPR. Who was making? This is this was after that that one senator was found out that he was writing Bigfoot porn. Oh my god! Erotica. Well, they found yes. some, they, they found a woman who very nice, like housewife. She makes quite a bit of money writing writing niche erotica on for Amazon. Yeah, she self publishes for Amazon. She before they changed her whatever it works. She was making a lot of money. Yeah, and she said she wasn't even into Bigfoot. It's just she saw that there was a market, started writing for it. Hey, go for it! And according to a lot of Bigfoot sightings, uh, by Bigfoot will run at you with a massive erection. What? Yeah, yeah. If you read, there's a lot of there's there's the which is why you can't take a picture. You're stunned. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's like a what. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even being facetious. There's a lot of like, it ran right at I'm me. I'm just uh, watching Kate lose her voice. Uh, it ran right what? at me and it was fully erect. Oh, <laughs> Why were you looking not. there though? Holy. Well, well, oh, yeah, I, no. well, it's because no, it was pushing his no. chin up. Right, yeah. <laughs> fully erect, pushing his chin up. It yeah. was so big. Oh, oh God. my God. Picking up uh, FM stations. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless, you guys. Like, Oh my God! Bigfoot would touch you with a ten foot pole. No, 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 no. <laughs> but here's my challenge. Uh oh. <laughs> I want if we get if we get five listeners to post on the Facebook group saying they want it, I will put out a special bonus where I do a, I do a reading of Bigfoot erotica. I will find Bigfoot erotica. Do it, you guys. Come on. You got to <laughs> do only, it. This is, this is only asking for five. We'll keep track. Hey, hey. Yep. Yep. Only need five. But like we like I said, to have I want, more. I know, that, I know there's at least 20 of you out there. Yep. I know five of you want to hear You want to hear it. You <laughs> know on. you do. At least 25% of you are interested Listen, in it. Listen, I will break out the good condenser mic and really get up on it for that. that do a little percent. ASMR? Yeah, I'll get up on it. Yep. You gotta, you, you, you gotta hear this, you guys. It's glorious. I did it when I was first learning how to use the microphone. I actually sent you one. Yes, I, I, <laughs> you guys, you want to hear this? This is like glorious. I, I felt, I felt bad because I said pussy so many times, and then, and then emailed it to you, <laughs> sent you the file. And then, meanwhile, I'm just listening to this, going, "Oh my god, this is the." best this is the best and just dying actually i meanwhile he's like i'm so sorry i sent you this uh, where i said pussy so many times i'm like 
shh, I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> but actually, I sent that to the friend. To the yes. <laughs> Man, I'm over here like, shh, I'm you're, listening. You were the only one that commented too. Yes. Uh, I put some work into that, damn it. Uh, it was good. It was well done. Where was, was the one where we had the iCarly and Bigfoot one? That was it. That was it. Okay, uh-huh. I read it and was just uh, I was like, I'm I'm just gonna walk away right. from this after right. a while. iCarly, yeah, that's a hmm. yeah. The iCarly one's a little disturbing. That just will ruin your childhood. Oh, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it'll ruin your childhood. It'll ruin my kids' childhood. <laughs> it'll ruin everybody's childhood. <sighs> See, we got there, guys. We got the Bigfoot penis. We got there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. we did. It's <sighs> not a real episode till Bigfoot's penis is out on the table. That's right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our motion <laughs> landing on the table yeah oh mm. my god so uh, we've also been doing other stuff we d- we went to see a movie what movie Ooh. did we go see we went to see once upon a time in hollywood oh, i think yeah. we mentioned this it was so good it was very good it was so good and i like that ending better yeah no spoilers but i like that one better mm-hmm. oh it was it's a wild ending yeah yeah, I just hit the big one. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like on the edge of my seat, going, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. No, it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, I I love it when Tarantino says, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." It's it's like when ACDC's finally just started singing about being drunk on the road. You know? Yeah. It's like Tarantino's just like he's just gonna write about Hollywood. Yeah. Because it's what he knows about. Yeah. And, and really, I thought it was good. I thought it was well done. Le- I really enjoyed it. And Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, he he is such an amazing actor. He just becomes anything. Yeah, he does. And look, I'm just going to say this from the perspective of somebody who did not grow up in California. Watching people drive around in California in a television show or in a movie or whatever, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Also, you're going to see some feet. Yeah. It's Tarantino. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tarantino. You're going to see some feet. Right, right some feet. up there. Right up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Big old nasty hooves right in your face. <laughs> but really, just watching people drive around in in old L.A. Oh, yeah. Is amazing. Mm-hmm. Because it really is very different from what it is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's like watching Bosch on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Because it's all set in L.A. Because Bosch is LAPD, and you know they. It, when I was reading the books, they talk about all those neighborhoods, and I'm, I can picture it in my mind as they're driving around, talking about here and there, and, you know, places like that. And I'm, I'm, and then they put it on Amazon Prime, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is really good. This I is well watch, done. I need, I, need your, I need to get around to watching that. It is so good. I am currently binging, and this will come back to Kentucky stuff. I am currently binging Forged and Fire. I found mm-hmm. that. Uh, I never watched the reality competition shows. I am absolutely fascinated. Oh, I'm, yeah. I am from Kentucky. I like a big knife. Yep. And I like seeing them forged. I'm, I may try and actually find a class around here. Yeah. I don't just want to buy a billet and carve it out. I would actually like to like forge you know fold it and forge it and all that but uh but it's ha- having a big old knife is just in kentucky's culture oh, yeah it's a thing Bo- the bowie knife the bowie yeah. knife. you know uh, which it's totally a thing i mean of course bowie's best known for texas but bowie's bowie was from kentucky. i thought he was best known for ziggy stardust okay you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> bowie knife bowie knife. yeah i was gonna say it's bowie, bowie knife bowie knife, bowie knife. uh Oh yeah, but 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 uh, but even like one of the greatest Kentuckians that ever lived, Cassius Marcellus Clay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, was who was a a, a a great Kentucky politician and abolitionist mm-hmm. and general uh, badass, uh, badass, and yeah, colorful psychopath. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, he, well, he was he was they he was again he was like and he was not like a high neck pur- puritan you know shaker uh, abolitionist. He was like just shaking his fist he was getting up yeah shaking his fist get you know and people tried to assassinate him he was oh in, yeah he was in kentucky doing shit and he was giving a speech one day and an assassin came out of the crowd and shot him in uh-huh. the chest with with a musket hit him in the chest and the ball bounced off the fucking bowie knife he kept he bowie always knife. bowie knife he always kept in his <laughs> he always kept in his jacket and then he pulled out the knife and proceeded to chop his his ears off. <laughs> yeah, 
they had to throw the guy over. Uh-huh. They had to throw the guy over a fence. His, they had to throw oh, his yeah. assassin over a fence to get him away from the guy who's trying to assassinate. Oh yeah. And then they and then they tried to actually prosecute uh, Clay over it. Oh yeah. For uh, public, uh, I think it was I, I forget what Trump that thing. But yeah, they tried to they tried to charge him because he's just carved the guy's head up. Oh yeah. It was insane. I love that stuff. Also, never for n- never never quench in water. <laughs> Always quench in the oil. Never quench in water. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you you started, and we got to the last half hour of Mindhunter. Oh yeah, because it dropped on the sixteenth. Oh, oh and on oh, the sixteenth, we got to the last half hour of the yes. of the season. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The second season of Mindhunter is so well done. It is so worth watching. The first season is very well done and very worth watching. Oh, yeah. The, the second it's, season... It's, it's more world building, whereas this yeah. is more... You, you understand where we're coming from now. Now right. we can have fun. Right. Not fun, fun, but you know. It's like the first season of Westworld in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Westworld is really good. Now that we've good. developed the world, now we can, we can now run, let's, run the story. Now let's roll. And it's like... Well, we're just on the roller coaster now. Okay. Mm. It's kind of like going to Disneyland and you're like, oh, okay. So we've walked to the park and walked to the park and walked to the park. Oh, we're at Big Thunder Mountain. Let's let's get on and strap in, everybody. Here we go. Yep. Because this hair is the wildest ride in the West. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because, you know, that first season of Mindhunter was walking through Disneyland. You're like, oh, okay. So that looks interesting. This is interesting. Yeah. interesting. And this is interesting. This is kind of cool. And oh, Oh, here we are. Oh, okay. Well, this is cool. And you're like, welcome to season two. <laughs> yep. Strap in. It's pretty good. It's like, yeah. If you, if you, you know, holy yeah. shit. Of course, if you're listening to this, you're already watching Mine Hunter. So yeah, <laughs> more than likely. If you're not, you should. Yeah. You definitely should. This has nothing to, get to do with Kentucky. This has more to do with us kernels of truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know we'll, we'll tell you. I mean, look, some of us. Hi, I'm right here. Are have been into true crime since forever, okay? And one of the people that they interview in season two is Charlie Manson. I'm gonna tell you right now, the actor that they picked, they did a real good job. Mm-hmm. He was, was like he was Char- he, and he was a Charlie Manson that was in and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for like 15 seconds. Well, there's a reason why they picked him to be Charlie. Yeah. Because um, all the hair on the back of my neck stood up. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like with Kemper. They chose a really good oh, guy. Cameron like Britton. Oh, I love like him. Fan. He's the, phenomenal. And the guy they got to play Berkowitz, of course, the guy in the Berkowitz was, that's actually a facial prosthetic. Right. Because Ber- Berkowitz, Berkowitz oh, looks like a fucking Muppet in real life anyway. Yeah, he does. But <laughs> damn. Hey, well, set up Sam here. Yeah. Yeah. But he is still really compelling because I'm right. sitting there going, mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, he he looked. He, he yeah, you know. he looked the part. He, I mean, I was just like Jesus Christ. And then you know, you're just like, oh yeah, all that, mm-hmm. all that, you know, s- you know, psycho psychodrama bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit. Well, the guy who played Henley, uh, Elmer uh, Wayne Henley, uh, part of the, the young the, Ned Stark. Yeah, Dean in Coral. season six. Yeah, he but he he, uh, he murdered Dean Coral. That guy went full fucking Tennessee Williams. Yeah, he and did. And it was good. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like full. Man, that, and that's what's so in, uh, interesting about the show is that when they do bring in the serial killers, the actor really does get a chance to, yeah. be, to be like in a one scene play with a real over the top character. Like Speck. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this guy, I mean, he, he did. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but but when he gets going, he, he it really is like a Tennessee Williams play. He gets up and yeah. he throws shit and he does his hand in the hair and he sits back down, crosses his legs again, and, you know, and just. Like that, I could have seen that on a stage. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, guys, well, I mean, Netflix, with, try with, it out. <laughs> well, I mean, with Mindhunter, though, they hired Jonathan Groff, who's a Broadway actor. Oh, yeah. To be Holden Ford. Mm-hmm. And you can see that Jonathan Groff is a very, very well-trained actor. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, just full force it's it's amazing mm-hmm. he is so good oh yeah and it's just like because you're you think i mean you're thinking in the first few episodes of the first season you're like it's kind of boring mm-hmm. 
You do. You yeah, really I mean, think he's kind yeah, of boring. He's, he's kind of, yeah, and he's, then you keep going mm-hmm. and keep going. You're like, he's very subdued, his personality. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, this guy isn't boring at all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hidden depths here. Oh, yeah. He's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, when he gets intense. into those interviews, he can get creepy. Yeah, he can. He's really intense. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, keep in mind, too, that Mindhunter is based on the book by the same name. Right. Uh, by John Douglas mm-hmm. and Mark Olshaker, because John Douglas uh, and uh, who Robert Ressler. There you go. Yeah. Uh, were there at the beginning for the behavioral sciences unit. Mm. They were the people who really worked to create VICAP and those programs. Right. So, I mean. I got to read those books. I've got so much shit I got to read. I got so much shit. I, I You know what FOMO is? Fear of yeah. missing out. I've got the opposite where there's so much stuff I should be getting into and experiencing mm-hmm. and reading and watching. There's so much to consume. I just don't. I just yeah. like, you know, fuck it. I'll play the same video game I have been for the last 15 months. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just because uh, if I if I commit to this, then I'm missing out on this. So you know, so I just don't do anything. Yeah, I have several books on my nightstand that I need to read mm-hmm. because I finish know. reading. Yeah. Well. Then again, I'll read like three books at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of how it goes. Yep. But, you know, I'm that person who I, I like to read, though. Yeah. And I think all of us are readers. Yeah, all here. of us are readers. I've, I've over As I've gotten older, I've, I've become more of an auditory person. I get everything through, through listening. Well, the thing is, though, is if I start reading, I will shut out the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Kate. Kate, Kate, what, 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 oh, hey, what, I'm reading. Right. (laughs) He's done that to me where it's like, um, Kate, what, I'm reading, why are you bothering me? Um, The house is burning down? (laughs) Well, fuck, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) I wondered how it suddenly got so much brighter to read this book. Right. (laughs) Although usually it's like, Kate, what? dinner oh you know that thing you told me to make (laughs) and tell you when it was ready that i've been calling you from the kitchen for (laughs) although lately because it's been so stressful at work i'll come home and just like sit down to read or read reddit and then sit there and fall asleep with my chin on my chest Mm -hmm. kate mm -hmm. kate Mm -hmm. kate what dinner and I, I and i he did that to me one one night and i don't know what the hell came out of my mouth but he's like i'll bring you dinner in here oh okay oh, all right i have no idea what the hell i said no clue mm. had dinner went right back to sleep i was so done all kinds of done most but, of the time when i wake you up it's i was i was reading and i think i fell asleep <laughs> yeah you think of course then there was the other night where you know i had a nightmare and i have no idea what i was dreaming about and the next thing i know there's about 80 pounds of floof right next to me licking my face and i i knew she was there that, because that wasn't me the bed bounced <laughs> yeah that wasn't him because he's more than 80, 80 pounds. pounds of 80 pounds of floof i have less hair <laughs> But yeah, she Don't was we all, not, not by a whole lot, but I have less. But hair. she was looking at my face like, Mom, Mom, wake up, Mom. Mom, are you okay? Mom, are you okay? It's kind of like yesterday when I, I took a nice little fall in the hallway, and because all of a sudden my feet were out from under me and I was flat on my back. And the next thing I knew, there was floof going, Mom, Mom, are you okay? Mom, Mom, are you all right? And she wouldn't leave next to me. Mm-hmm. She was in between him and me going, mm. Mm-mm, no, no, that's my mama. That's mm. my mama. My mama. Mm. But I am okay. I'm a little sore, but I'm all right. You know, my tailbone is bruised. Yeah, her pride is bruised. Oh, I'll tell you, three, uh, yeah. three, and a, three and a half days on a tractor, and this is not a big tractor, mm. uh, going over, uh, uh, on. <laughs> go, going over farm field, 28 acres of to- a farm field to clear it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you start feeling like you've been riding on horseback like a camper. Right, right. Bounce, 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 bounce. Well, I went, I went full. I went full. Uh, 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 what did I call it? The cartoon. Oh, 
I know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Oh, I've ruined it. I've ruined the joke. Uh, shit. Uh, had, uh, what was it, man? You don't remember? Uh, Wes is talking to that little that little purse on his shoulder. Right, right. Fern Gully. Fern yeah. Gully. I'm, leaving, I'm leaving that brain fart in. Yeah, I went full Fern, Fern Gully, buddy, because as, as I was going around, you just see all the little animals, all the animals, the uh, animals, animals, the yeah. <laughs> skunks and possums and rabbits just running off. Got a few fairies. Gl- glitter well. shot. Glitter shut out from the beneath the pull behind deck. Yep. Though in Kentucky they'd be meth fairies. Well, you're not wrong. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and of mm. course we told you that the kitten fairy blessed us, so we have one oh, dog, one dog, but four grown cats and two kittens. Do not drink alcohol. When we mention cats, right. you will die. Mm-hmm. You will die. Between us all, you you will die. So don't do that if you're playing the drinking game. Don't drink alcohol. <laughs> drink your chaser. Well, Kate, if the people really want me to hear me, uh, really want to hear me read Bigfoot erotica in a dramatic voice. Yes. Where yes, should they contact well. us? At? <laughs> We're can, getting better at these. Yes. <laughs> you can find us at Facebook at uh, Colonels of Truth. You can find us at Twitter at of Colonels. You can find us on Instagram at Kentucky Colonels of Truth. Please spell out the state name, K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y, and Colonels, like the rank, not the annoying stuff that gets caught between your teeth when you eat popcorn. And you can find us at Gmail at Kentucky Colonels of Truth at gmail.com. And I'll be damned if Phone I number? Can, I'd, um, I said Twitter. Of Colonels. Phone number. And uh, phone number. Our I'm, phone number, our Google voice number is 270-681-2869. Oh, and to the person who is using our Gmail for uh, to subscribe to whatever garbage site you're subscribing to, I'm unsubscribing and reporting as spam, so stop doing that. Oh, really? We're getting that? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I'm unsubscribing you and reporting as spam. So knock that shit off. Right. That's not the person who responded with a comment to us. That's no, a different no. person. No, people, this people, is different people. You know. I've read about that. People do that. They think it's fucking funny. Yeah. They send you a bunch of ads and stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Trying yeah. to overload your email with garbage. It's but not funny. So knock it off, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. Okay. Come on, Wes. Get her. <laughs> I don't know Nicole. I, I don't know. We, we don't Nicole know Nicole either. either. She needs to knock that shit off. But that's the heifer that's been doing that. So, no. Okay. But feel free to still send in your comments. Anything you want to hear. Anything you may agree or disagree with. We will. We will read what you have to say. Yes, we, we may will. not yeah. agree with it. We may not expound on it. Mm-hmm. Nope. We may not reply to it. Mm-hmm. But we are reading everything you've sent us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we appreciate. Any feedback we can get, just remember we are not journalists. Yeah. No, we are we not. Are, we, are, we don't have the time to do super in-depth study. We just, for the most part, are giving the listener what they could find. Mm-hmm. This is for lonely people who want to want who just want to talk about true crime. Yeah, but don't have anybody too. So we had to. I have to be your special friend in your ear. Or, or, when, <laughs> or when you do talk about true crime, the people give you an odd look and slowly yeah. back away. Mm-hmm. We won't back away. Or want to hear somebody's mom go, look, mm-hmm. look, you guys, this is true crime. Mm-hmm. We're not journalists. We're just going to sit here and tell you a story. We'll cite our sources, but we're going to tell you a story. Talk about Bigfoot dick. Yeah, That too. Ghosts, a little bit. Goblins. A little bit. Gerblins. 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 <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for... And what did we do on our summer vacation? Yep. Drank a lot, actually. A lot of day drinking for me. Not so much uh. for me. <laughs> okay, well... Oh, well, real quick. Also, if you ever have the chance, and uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of broaden this out at the same time, visit the Bell County Historical Society. Oh, yeah. Yes, they're nice people. If they have a website, I'll link it. Yes. They, they do. I'm okay. pretty sure. Cool. Yeah, yes, they, they do. do. They do. Um, that's how I found them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're nice people. When you walk in that building, it's like the TARDIS. It's definitely bigger on the inside oh, yeah. because yes. everywhere you go, you're like, where the hell? I, I thought I'd been in this section. I haven't. 
But uh, they have they have really nice exhibits. Mm-hmm. They're more than happy to tell you it about everything. It is immaculate in there. It is. I, it is. I've, I've been to so many little places like that where they're you know it's dusty, dusty. as crap. That is immaculate. It, it is it's bright. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very nice. It's it's well staffed. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people mm-hmm. every not people everywhere you turn, but there were staff whenever you needed them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my my suggestion is always after after this little gold mine, this treasure turned up, Miss Anne and all the staff there. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful place. If you're ever in the area, go down there, visit it, check them out. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you get to talk to Miss Anne, do it. She is such a nice lady, and she will be more than happy to tell you stories about Middlesbrough. Make, make sure you check their their hours of operation. Mm-hmm. And, and Miss Anna, if you listen to this, I'm I'm sorry I talked about Bigfoot swimsuit area. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing I'd like to expand on is in Kentucky, check your county. You may never know who's got a historical society. They're fascinating oh, they places. Are. Drop in, check mm-hmm. it out. You might be surprised at what new interest you might end up with. Yeah, we are we are this we are have a history bizarro nerds and yeah. And, and weirdos. And, I mean, in the Hopkins uh, County Historical Society, they have a varmint hunters card yeah. from when there was the Hopkins County varmint. They have one of those varmint hunters cards, which is amazing because mm-hmm. they have all kinds of things. It is. I mean, they're just amazing places to visit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Wes, mm-hmm. what would you say? Mm-hmm. What would we say is the unofficial state motto of Kentucky? Fuck Fuck you, you. I I do what I want. want.